Welcome to another episode of the In the Limelight podcast. I'm Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. You are tuned in to Booksmart's Authors on Show with Christy Francie. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this episode of Booksmart's Authors Meet the Authors, a creation of Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media. I am your show host, Christina Francie, and today I'm thrilled to be interviewing Dr. Christine Van Horn, who is an author, teacher, and speaker. She has been a certified emergency manager for 30 years and recently retired. She is now applying her emergency management experience to focus on character in society. She has a bachelor's degree in health, a military master's degree, and a doctorate degree in Christian theology. She's led a program called Character Club that focuses on the direction of teaching character to children. She has written two books for older children to teach them character through the eyes of a superhero called Captain Character. Dr. Christine Van Horn, it is such an honor to have you on. And this book, I think, is at such a great time in society. We were kind of talking a little bit earlier. It's like, I feel children are learning how to act, are not acting appropriately in society. We have social media, we have, you know, the TikTok trends and the internet, you know, people being able to be masked behind the screen and be a bully to people online. You know, I think we're losing the sense of humanization between one another, you know, and I'm curious from your mouth, what are the obstacles that you think children are facing today when it comes to uncertain times, character traits, misinformation, et cetera? Well, I think you're really right on target. You know, what we're seeing in society today and what children are facing is very difficult. And it's very much different than it was in decades past. Even, you know, from the time when you were young, look at the changes that have occurred. And there are great obstacles that children face today uh, because of all these unusual things that they're facing to them. Times are very uncertain. Uh, and, you know, we see that by everything that we see in the news. And, you know, just looking around at society today, it just seems really crazy with the things that are going on. And for children, the information is coming so fast. You know, you mentioned social media and all the things that they're facing like that. The, the information is coming. And young children have phones. And really, phones are computers that also make phone calls, which means all this information keeps coming into them. And being young, children really just don't have the life experiences that we do as adults. So it's hard for them to filter out the things that are going on and process what's real and what's not real uh, in their lives. Yeah. And, you know, things are happening so quickly. It's not just information coming quickly. Events are coming quickly. Things are going on so rapidly. And it's very hard for children to be able to process what's going on and, you know, and do that filtering. Is it real? Is it not real? You know, what do I believe? What I don't believe? Mm -hmm. And they are going to believe what they see and what they hear. And, you know, this isn't good because um, so much of it isn't real. Yeah. So, you know, but when, it's real to them, you know, it is real to because them. They only have so much knowledge of the whole pie, you know, and it's like when they're getting all this information, they don't know how to process it. You know, you're so right. It's hard for them to differentiate between what's real and what's not. 
It, it is so true. And, you know, I, I think of, you know, character traits, it's, it's really my heart is to teach character traits and have adults teach it to children and, and really make a change in this world regarding character. Uh, you know, years back, you saw a character. It was exemplified in everyday life and you don't see it. You know, if you just look at the news, you can tell there's a lack of respect going on in society in general. Mm -hmm. and, and the young children, you know, even if they're taught that at home, they're not seeing it in society. You know, I, I'm not talking about specific people, but just in general, we're not seeing what we used to see. And it's a very difficult situation for children today. Yeah, it's scary times. So what do you consider timeless truths and how timeless, can we teach them timeless truths? Timeless truths are what I consider to be character traits, okay. life skills, and also teaching adults to be the example for the children that are in their lives. So character traits I have focused on for years, but I'm seeing the trend uh, become less and less character in society around us, which means we need to do that more. And that's something that's timeless. Character has been, you know, what we used to do. It's what we need to do. It's what we need to do in the future. And also life skills. I think children today are not learning some of the things that, you know, you know, we, we did when we were younger, you did when your generation, when you were younger, things like, you know, time management and problem solving and setting goals and, and those things need to be learned. And that will also help them develop and thrive in, a, you know, a chaotic society uh, in a lot of ways. But, uh, you know, teaching the older generation to mentor the younger is really part of that equation for the timeless truths. And I think also the younger generation, they don't know patience in terms of like to look for the answer. They're like, oh, just go to Google and that'll be my answer. You know, my generation was the last to be indoor and outdoor. Like the video mm -hmm. games just started coming out, but we were still outside. You still needed to go to the library. Google was not around. So, you know, we still needed to dig to find answers or, and like packages still took like a week. They weren't next yes. day or same day. So, you know, my son will be hanging out with me and I'll be like 10 minutes. He's like, that's a long time. And it's like, well, in reality, it's really not, but you know, he, he can't even sit and watch through a movie, you know, because like the rapid, fast information. And, and I think it's important. This book is extremely important because we need guidance. Even the adults need guidance on how to have character. Cause sometimes we lose it on, you know, growing up. And as you said, things going on in the world right now, it, it's kind of chaos. Like, crime happening in the middle of the day, people just like fighting over little things like in line, like someone cut someone in line. Like, I mean, I feel like this book is extremely important for people that want to instill character with their children and to maybe even have a refreshment for themselves. Mm -hmm. So how can adults teach and be the life coach or mentor to the children in their lives? First of all, they need to make a decision, you know, realize there's a problem here and I need to do something better for my children. And it can be, you know, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, you know, maybe it's it's a leader of an organization who wants to teach something to, to the children that, um, you know, are in her group. But that adult needs to realize we have a problem here. And hopefully this book will trigger that. 
And then once that occurs, they need to have a mindset for it. So uh, some people can relate to a life coach and some can relate to a mentor and they're pretty much similar. Mm -hmm. Now it was really only about 15 years ago. I realized adults need coaches. I didn't realize that, you know, (laughs) to me, a coach was, you know, for sports. And then I realized, wait a minute, I need a life coach. And I've had a life coach ever since. And so, uh, hopefully this book is going to give them the understanding to be able to, to do that, make that decision. So if they don't relate to the term life coach, uh, adults, maybe older adults in particular will, you know, understand being a mentor. And it's pretty much the same thing. It's, it's giving of yourself to the children in your life or to the adults in your life. It could be grandparents talking to their own children, but it's that passing along of information and it makes sense Because what you are doing as a mentor is having those that you are mentoring start at an understanding level that you worked a long time to get to. Yeah. So, you know, if if you're mentoring a child um, and talking to them, say, about respect, well, it's what you learned for a lifetime and what you're instilling into them is that they're starting where you are. And that's the beauty of mentorship, that you can take everything that you've learned and start those that are younger, that you're mentoring at a higher level than if they started just for, you know, from scratch themselves. Yeah, no, I totally agree in having a life coach or a mentor. I personally work with the life coach right now. I felt like I needed it to help me stay focused and grounded in my missions of what I want to accomplish in my life and Mm -hmm. to help me look at like different perspectives, you know, like having trouble in my marriage or whatever it is like to help look at it from a different angle, you know, get more curious about it. And and so I totally I'm on board with you on everyone always needs help and it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're not good at life, you know, Mm -hmm. but we all need some type of accountability or just someone we can lean on to and talk to and learn from, you know? It, it is. It's, it's absolutely true. And you might need a couple of life coaches, you know, one who's more dealing with your personal life. Um, I have a life coach now who's helping me with you know, my books and authorship and, yeah. you know, where I go with it. I didn't know those things. And so you know, having a life coach is a smart thing to do. It really yeah. is. And so if you make that decision to do it for your your children, you're being smart. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you can't go wrong in investing in yourself, you know? And when you are your best self, you show up better for your children and you make great examples. And, you know, not only for your children, but for your spouse or your friends and the people around you, you know, we, we want to live by example. So showing like great character in our everyday life is a great way for our children to catch the information. They say we're not, we're not learned. Things aren't learned. They're caught. You know, we catch the behaviors around us. So, um, it's important that we act as how we would want our children to act in society. Now, kind of like going back a little bit, like how can we help our children become more successful, especially in, you know, in the environments that they are growing up in, in today's age? Yeah, it really takes being intentional. I think that's the first thing, you know, parents and grandparents and any adult that is wanting to do mentoring needs to realize 
They have to put effort into it. It has to be mm-hmm. intentional. It's not going to be, well, you know, someday I should do this, or maybe I'll, you know, talk to my child tonight and then maybe again in a month. No, those things don't work. It needs to be intentional. And I think one of the things that is important for the adult to understand is this doesn't take the place of parenting. It's an addition to. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like an extra role that you would take on. So that takes intent, uh, you know, really, you know, something that's intentional and takes that that focus um, that they would would, you know, do. And, you know, being intentional means you're going to really do this and, you know, and just um, it means something. You also need to be committed to it. And those kind of go hand in hand. So if you are committed, you are intentional, and that means you're going to follow through. You're going to follow through. You know, it's it's not just, um, you know, maybe I'll do it or maybe one night a week we'll do this. No, it's like every Monday night or every dinner time or every whatever you decide it to be is going to occur. And if your children have excuses, it's, you know, it's a set time. It's established. It's something that you do. And, and you really need to get them to, you know, to do that, that with you, you know, and by doing that, you're the leader, you know, so you need to lead them, not have them lead you, you know, because, oh, they don't want to do it or something. No, this is, this is what we're doing. So you be that leader, you make a decision. We're going to, you know, twice a week on at dinner time, we are going to have a good family discussion that is going to be led and it's going to be purposeful. It's not just, you know, tell me what happened at school today. It's something that really has um, a purpose behind mm-hmm. it. Um, so it, it's something that you make that decision, you follow through with it, and and you take that action. Um, you also need to follow good habits. And it could be that if you're teaching your children, um, you know, like time management, you put this in the planner, you know, you teach them to have a planner or if they're younger, you do it with a calendar and, you know, mark it on the calendar, you know, Monday night, Wednesday night, we're going to have an hour family time together talking. And the parent is going to be the leader. It's not going to be led by the children. Um, so, you know, you, you just really get them to form that as a habit, that that's something that you're going to do. And then pretty soon it's routine. Yeah. You do it long enough and, it, and it's just really part of the, the routine of, of what you have and, and encourage your children that this is something that's really good for them. Yeah. How old do you think or young can you start doing this? You know, I mean, I have an 18 month old, and then I have a four-year-old, like, do you think, you know, for the four-year-old that would, you know, start doing it at that age, or should they wait till a little bit like six or seven? Like, what do you think is a good age to start something like that? You know, you can't start doing it uh, when they're younger. Keep it Mm -hmm. simple. Yeah. You know, just keep it simple, you know, and you could talk about uh, a character trait in my book, one of the appendices, I have 250 character traits listed. So you could go there and find something that applies, you know, so if you have a child that is struggling in one area, um, you talk about it and you could just, you know, maybe just make it part of the dinner table discussion or family time together, or when you're in the car, you know, and just, but make it intentional 
they might not know what's going on, but you could start when they're younger like that. And, and then this is something that can become a lifelong habit. If they're used to that kind of dialogue when they're young, then it'll be very normal when they get older. Well, that's a really great idea. You know, could talk about a trait and why it's important, how to be better at it. And, you know, I'm sure we break it down all in your, in your book, but that's mm-hmm. like a really great idea, you know, something that they're struggling in. Um, I love that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so how can we have value oriented family discussion time? Well, value-oriented family discussion time is a term that I came up with, and that means, you know, that intentional dialogue that you have that has a positive outcome. So it's not just talking to talk, but, you know, if you're talking about a character trait or a life skill, it's going to have a positive outcome. Um, So having what I call guided discussion questions is something that's really I think important. And what I mean by that is follow the same kind of format, you know, where you can, you know, talk about a character trait, what it means mm-hmm. and, um, or a life skill and, and, you know, it just follow a process because children want, they'll follow you once they know, Oh, we're going to talk about this. And then this is how we're going to talk about it. And it's, it's just the same kind of format, I guess. Uh, to to be able to to do something like that and just um, you know and, and just follow through with, with those questions like that and then um, once you you know are going through something like that I think it's important for the adults to what I call have adult teaching moments so say you're talking about the character trait of respect just as an example mm-hmm. you know and you define what it is and you know you then need to be able to tell the children, this is what I'd like you to do. This is how you show respect. And what do you do if somebody does not show respect back to you? That doesn't mean you have poor behavior because yeah. that's like what road rage is all about. You know, it's just one after the other, but you, you need to, to control yourself and follow certain things, but it needs to come from the, the parent or the grandparent so that the child knows what the expectation is. So it it needs to be your own, you know, family, um, you know, importance, you know, so that they are really guided by, by what they're doing. Yeah. No, that's really important. Um, my son, when my four-year-old, when, um, something's happening that he doesn't like, or doesn't want, he'll, he'll say, no, thank you. Like, no, thank (laughs) you. Like if, you know, someone's like being mean or like touching him in a way he doesn't want to be touched. He'll be like, no, thank you. Please. No, thank you. So I know it's really cute. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know, that, that is good because that's so positive. And, and I think, you know, teaching our children to react positively, um, you know, when things don't go the way they want or when they feel uncomfortable, they, they can do it nicely. They don't have to like hit the, the other kid or something. Yeah. You know, they, there are ways that they can handle those things. And, you know, as you're having these, you know, family discussions, you know, there may be things that the children, I guess you could ask them, you know, have you had anybody who, you know, treated you badly or did anything happen? And then you can talk from that, you know, getting them to open up and talk back to you is important. So it's not just one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. No. And kids just, 
they just want to understand. They're so excited for learning about the world and their new environment. And they're so curious about the world. And, and children look up to us, the adults, you know, we're like their idols until they realize that we're really just human and we don't know what we're doing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like they're just humans too, like me, but you know, when they're young, they're so impressionable and, you know, we hold all the answers for them. So we need to be like intentional on how we respond and teach them. And, you know, you pretty much have, you know, the timeless truths. It's like a Bible for, for parents, you know, to really mm-hmm. understand, you know, even, you know, how to act in society. I mean, I, I think I, I do get worried about the generations because, it's just so different. It's a scary world. They, they, they grow up, the, the childhood depression rate is way higher than it's ever been. You know, children thinking about suicides higher than it's ever been. Yes. Like it's our duties as parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, the older generation to help them and be their rocks in their ground and to help and guide them and let them know that, you know, they're strong in themselves and how to cope with their emotions and, you know, how to set boundaries for themselves in a respectful way. That is very true. Yeah. So, um, so tell me a little bit more about the book and I believe people can find the book and they can purchase it, um, on Amazon and through your website, correct? That is correct. So the book is called Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times, and it is available on Amazon and uh, on my website as well. My book is being offered worldwide. So if you click on a link on my website, it'll ask you for your country code. And that's because this is through Amazon going uh, worldwide. But my website is www.drchrisdr.com. C-H-R-I-S dot co. So it's not dot com, but dot co. And there's, so there's no dot after doctor. It's just a lowercase D-R-C-H-R-I-S dot co. Perfect. And, uh, and, and that's how they can reach me as well. So there's ways that they want to reach me. They can uh, do that through the website as well. And, and on the website, I do have um, a free offer. So it's three, five minute videos. One of them is on family discussion time. So, you know, as we're talking about it here, there is a a video that I have on that as well. And another one on affirmations, because I think it's important we teach our children to say positive things about themselves. And then also for children that are older, it's, it's keeping a journal and journaling the things that you're talking about with them. At what age do you think that children should be journaling? Probably, you know, um, maybe mid to, you know, grammar school or so, um, you know, once they, they learn and it'll be really simple at first, Mm -hmm. you know, but you know, if you journal and they journal and you sit down, that's a good dialogue that you can have by just talking, you know, about what you've written, say, maybe on a character trait or a life skill that you're studying, uh, together. And, and that's a foundation for some good dialogue as well. Yeah, well, this is all really great family helpful information to help make families stronger together. Teaching, we all and a good reminder to encourage our children. And you know, um, 
And it's okay for parents to have life coaches or, Mm -hmm. or mentors so we can be better for our children. And like I mentioned earlier, right now, more than ever, we need to really help guide our children and, you know, heal them and to guide them through the, the chaotic world that we live in today. So I'm, I'm very honored that we're able to speak. You've given some great tips on what we can do as family units. And um, I can't wait to dive into your book more. And do you have any last words before we say goodbye today? I, I just hope that this book will be the mentorship to the parents and the grandparents. So if they get the book, it's, it's going to guide them, you know, and, and lay a foundation for things, you know, it'll open up some, some thoughts maybe that, you know, they hadn't thought of uh, in ways that they can communicate with their children better. But, you know, a lot of this is, is really just me looking back, you know, on the world that I grew up in and comparing it to today. So, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist. I am just someone who can see the difference and and sees what's missing and what we can potentially do as, as a society and individual families to help make things better for our families. Well, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Thanks for listening to this episode of Book Smarts Authors on Show here on the In the Line Light Podcast Network, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to tell your friends.